You are a warrior. Three twenty one status. What kind of vehicle is it? You are the very best your nation has to offer. Nine one one. Multiple shots fired. They're asking you to lead. Five. We need a bearcat. It's up to us. So one thirty three. I need somebody who's got a visual on where the shooter is. You must be sound in mind, body, and spirit. Forty two. Where's the officer down? I have a rescue helicopter that wants to land and help. This is the podcast that will make you the one. The one that will bring everyone back. Probably we have shot fired, shot fired. Give me back up now. Because no one else is coming. I have an officer shot, an officer shot, 100 block of East Street. Suspect is down, suspect is down. This is The Squad Room. Hello, partners. Welcome to this episode of The Squadron. I'm your host, Garrett Tesla. I'm an active duty sergeant for a sheriff's office in Southern California. And on this show, we try to tease out how to be excellent, uh, excellent to each other and in our jobs and uh, how we uh, treat ourselves and also in how to achieve uh, the missions that we are uh, given in a way that is healthy and safe and uh, maximizes our potential. This is not an episode where we talk about, uh, where we interview, rather, we, where we interview subject matter expert, uh, inspirational figures uh, around law enforcement. Uh, for those, you can certainly check out many of our other episodes. Uh, if you're new to the show, and I know some of you are, um, dig into those interview shows uh, because there's a lot of value there. And, of course, uh, that's kind of the bread and butter of the show are these interviews. But uh, every once in a while, I have a briefing topic. And those are ideas that I want to share around a specific idea, something that's been rattling around in my brain. And um, I have the opportunity to have uh, the mic all to myself and to share my thoughts on uh, something, like I say, that's that's either happening or something that has happened to us or um, my opinion. And this is all this is anyway. It's just my opinion. But, you know, being my opinion, I'm uh, pretty fond of it. Last week, Nike caused quite the stir with their new ad campaign featuring Colin Kaepernick. If you've been living under a rock, here's a recap. The print ad is a black and white photo of Kaepernick with the one sentence embossed over it. The Nike logo and famous Just Do It slogan are at the bottom. The sentence reads, Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. By itself, that quote is certainly inspirational, and this audience here certainly has an idea of what that means to them. It's also aspirational, because it's a lofty idea that the vast majority of the world's population won't ever achieve. To me, there are only a few limited professions or types of people that will actually ever sacrifice everything for something they believe in. If you're a cop or trying to become one, you fall into this group. Members of the military also, obviously, are members of this unique group. Our brothers and sisters in the fire service and emergency medicine are included there too. But a professional athlete? Really? Well, there are examples of these people. Pat Tillman is one, and in the subsequent protests around this ad, Tillman's photo was replacing Kaepernick's in many social media posts mocking the ad. Clint Bruce is another former guest of the show. Clint played briefly in the NFL before returning to the Navy to honor his contract as a member of the SEAL teams. What about musicians? Sure, a few. Jason Everman was the guitarist for Nirvana and Soundgarden before the, in, in, during their popular years, but he shaved off his long hair and traded his guitar for a rifle and joined the Green Berets. That's one. But there aren't many. Here's my issue with Kaepernick, the new controversy, and his previous protests during the National Anthem. I don't care. 
I don't. Admittedly, part of this is probably because I am not much of a football fan to begin with. I mean, here, let me summarize for you the totality of my football knowledge. Yep, nothing. In fact, professional or even college sports in general is not something I've ever really been interested in. Part of that is my upbringing. I was raised by two parents who were musicians, not athletes. And so music played a much bigger role in my formative years than sports did. I was also raised with a healthy dose of skepticism about the validity of any career where you can make millions of dollars for playing a game. I'll admit some hypocrisy here too, right off the bat, that I don't have that same snarky cynicism about the money that rock stars make. That doesn't mean that I am immune to the persuasiveness of Nike in their Just Do It campaign. As a kid, I had two types of posters on my wall. I was kind of nerdy, so the first were photos of NASA astronauts. Before the internet, you could handwrite a letter to NASA requesting photos, and they would mail you publicity photos of the mission crews. The second type of posters were Michael Jordan posters with the big Nike logos on them. Two in particular remained on my walls through most of my childhood and even into high school. The first was the iconic photo of Jordan, midair, eye level at the basket as he jumped from the free throw line for a duck, his knees tucked back like he was actually flying. The other was the famous Wings poster. Jordan is photographed from the chest up, his arms outstretched to his side, palming a basketball in his right hand. At the bottom of the posters is Nike's logo. I played basketball very poorly in high school and had a Michael Jordan quote I hand wrote on my basketball. The will to succeed is nothing without the will to prepare. Good advice. For my birthday, my parents scrapped together more than they should have to buy me a pair of Nike Air Jordan 3s. I still remember strutting onto the court in those stark white high tops that most definitely added three inches to my vertical leap. My point is, and I have one, I promise, I have always been a fan of Nike and the motivational messages that they promote. They certainly have been responsible for getting a lot of people off the couch and into the gym. They've also inspired generations of future professional athletes to achieve their own greatness. But what that really shows you is that I was a fan of their message more than their products. Come to think of it, Nikes are too narrow for my feet. I've been wearing Reeboks for nearly a decade. But if, I, if I'm asked, I would still probably more closely associate myself as a Nike fan than as a Reebok fan. It comes down to marketing. Nike and their famous Just Do It is good marketing. It's worked for over 30 years, which is why they keep using it. Nike has positioned themselves as the brand for people who want to achieve something big. Come to think of it, what was Reebok's slogan from the 90s? I have no idea. In fact, I tried looking it up for this, and I couldn't find it. Even today, as I record this, the Reebok website is devoid of any slogan or anything remotely inspirational. Their site is matter-of-fact listing of their products. You might as well be looking at carburetor parts. But Nike... Their site is chock full of motivational and aspirational messages. This is an important distinction. Nike uses aspirational marketing, not inspiration with an I, but aspiration with an A. Aspiration is defined as, quote, a hope or ambition of achieving something. Luxury goods use this technique quite a bit. Flip through the pages of GQ and you'll see pages and pages of luxury goods that you and most people on the planet cannot afford. Like a $500 Louis Vuitton wallet. The marketing succeeds not because you need a $500 wallet, but because you want to be perceived as the kind of guy who can afford a $500 wallet, even if that wallet sits in the back pocket of a pair of Costco dad jeans. The first thing you see on Nike's website right now is, quote, are are your dreams crazy enough? That's a perfect aspirational message. They want your dreams to be so big that to achieve them seems like an insane idea. 
That's like mega aspirational. Scroll down and you see the messages like all day, all night, and stay a rep ahead. Nike embraces the hustle that so many of us aspire to be a part of. It connects to a very important part of our culture, an irreverent spirit that insists that hustle and hard work can make us the next starting quarterback or platinum-selling rock star. Here's the thing, though. It's just marketing. At the end of the day, Nike and Reebok are just clothes. They're made from nearly identical materials and nearly identical shapes in the same sizes and made for the same two genders. They are essentially the same product. The difference is in the marketing, and Nike's marketing is spectacular. It always has been. As a marketing major in college, we studied how Nike used storytelling and inspiration and aspiration to sell their products when others were talking about features. Nobody buys features. They buy the story you tell. I mean, come on, nobody buys a Prius because it looks cool. They buy it because of the story the car tells, and that story then is an extension of that person's values. You might think you're buying features, and maybe you are, but you're much more likely to subconsciously choose the brand with a story that connects to you. All you guys rocking the 5.11 khakis off duty right now, I'm looking at you. All of it is designed to sell a product. And here's where I kick you when you're down. You are not Nike's target market. I'm willing to bet an OT chef to pay that nowhere in Nike's new marketing campaign do they list, quote, current and aspiring law enforcement professionals, end quote, amongst their demographics. If you're married, take another step back from the line. If you're over 40, another. In 2015, Nike CEO Mike, Mark Parker said that Nike is focusing on three major markets, women, kids, and runners. So if you're a part of the small contingent of female cops who also run, well, maybe you've got a reason to be upset. As of this podcast, Nike sales are up 30% since, the, uh, since before the Kaepernick ad. 30%! Additionally, according to CNBC, a poll shows that 46% of Nike customers have a favorable, favorable view of Kaepernick compared to 34% of all Americans. Face it, you're not the target market. Nike doesn't care what you think. So why do you care so much about what they think? Perhaps we're hurt by the idea that we're not the target market. That sounds weird to be hurt by a shoe company, but think about it. Nike is telling us in a not-so-subtle way that they don't care for our business, and they're not going to miss us. We've been rejected. Rejection hurts, always, even if it's just a little bit. So here's a company that has meant a lot to a great many of us at influential moments in our lives, saying to us, it's not me, it's you. Nike just broke up with us. Few people don't find inspiration and motivation in aspirational messages. I certainly do. My Instagram feed is a constant stream of some powerful quote overlaid against a majestic photo of eagles swooping down to a lake or mountaintops. We develop strong emotional connections to the products we identify with. So strong, in fact, that these messages, when executed well, release that pleasure-inducing dopamine from our brain. This neurotransmitter floods our system to make us feel motivated and ready to take action. But as important is what dopamine does as it travels from the center of your brain out to the cerebral cortex, along what's called the mesolimbic pathway. On this pathway, the dopamine stops at the nucleus accumbens, where the brain interprets the risks and rewards for an action. So quite literally... The Nike ad with the Just Do It literally forces your brain to release dopamine and make you feel good. It then makes your brain think about the rewards for going out and doing it, whatever it is. Your brain then imagines the rewards for the hard work of doing it, and you envision a better body, a million dollar contract, or a healthier lifestyle, 
And this happens in a matter of seconds. And you certainly can't stop it. This job is tough. This job is dangerous. It's long and stressful. It's sometimes lonely. It's administrative stresses from our bosses and stress on the street. It's the stress of the next call, the next code run. Whatever comes out of that radio has the potential to ruin your day. Or career. Or even our life. This job is hard. But going out and demanding respect and mocking those that don't agree with us is not going to make it easier. It's just going to make it harder. Getting upset that Nike considers Kaepernick's sacrifice to be worth celebrating more than the sacrifices of our military veterans or police is pointless. It's also a bit self-righteous. I don't agree with Nike's assessment of what makes a legitimate sacrifice, but but that doesn't mean that they're wrong. After all, these are just opinions. None of these are facts that we're dealing with. This brings me to a much more concerning problem I see today in policing and public safety professions in general. There is an insistence on being thanked, applauded, and revered for our service. Us old crusty folks often complain about the darn millennials and their needs for instant gratification, but then we engage in the same sort of hissy fits when we don't get acknowledged. As long as we continue to seek outside approval and adoration for our efforts, we will be frustrated and defeated at every turn. We win the battle for public opinion with our composure and humility. We tell our story the way Nike wants to tell theirs. We don't mock their story. We have to create our own. That means that we need a better marketing plan. But what product are we selling? We're selling ourselves. One of the problems here is cops hate talking about themselves or their achievements. In reality, we could learn something about this from our brothers in the part and partners in the fire service. So we need a plan. And to be clear, the absence of a plan is not itself a plan. We need to tell our stories, share our goals, our successes, and, most importantly, our failures. Private enterprise has the luxury of shielding the media from their shortcomings. We are not so fortunate, and must provide an honest account of our failures as part of our marketing plan, so that when a major event disrupts our relationship with the public, we have the luxury of trust. Nike has the luxury of trust with their audience right now. Because in communities where trust exists, be it a private relationship, a public good, or a public service, mistakes are allowed to happen. So how do we improve our pitch? Do we repackage the goods? Do we improve the product? How do we seek to build a relationship that would make Nike jealous? Whichever is the way forward, we need a better marketing plan. Build relationships. Tell your story authentically by doing good work and making sure that your department is retelling that story through the media. Take opportunities to tell your story and tell it away from the uniform that intimidates many. Tell your story to your neighbors at a backyard barbecue and when inevitably asked what you do. Your message will spread. Now, you might be wondering how to tell your story, how to connect and share that story with strangers. You're wondering how embarrassing it will be to be so open and authentic. So, how do you do it? Simple. Be the one. Find the opportunities to lead. They're there. We all have opportunities to lead, and sometimes it's just as easy as being the one to set the example. So, set the example. People will notice. People will notice, and they will gravitate to you. They will want to orbit around you to watch you and follow your example. They'll see your sacrifice firsthand and want to share with others what they've witnessed. They'll bank all these experiences of being around you, and then sometime... 
When they're confronted with a Nike ad that equates losing a job as a professional athlete to, quote, sacrificing everything, they will know at their core that it's just bad marketing because they've seen firsthand in you what it really means to sacrifice everything. Be the one. Stay safe and take care of each other.